Podcast Answer Man, episode number 408. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everyone. This is Michael Hyatt from This Is Your Life and MichaelHyatt.com. You're listening to the man who has trained more people to podcast than anyone else on the planet. My friend Cliff Ravenscraft, he is the podcast answer man. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and this, my friends, is the show devoted to helping you take your message, your business, and your life to the next level. That's right, my friends. It does not matter if you are brand new to this online content creating world or if you've been creating content online for many years, there's something we can all do to take everything we're doing to the next level. That's right, my friends, and taking things to the next level is something that a guy named Mark Marin is used to doing. Now, uh, if you haven't heard the news, um, I am super excited about how I believe Mark Marin has once again elevated podcasting to the next level. Um, Where do I even begin on this? Well, I'll tell you what, before I go there, let me tell you what else is going to be included in this week's episode of Podcast Answer Man. Uh, later in the show, after I finish talking about Mark and what he's done to elevate podcasting to the next level, I am going to share with you a lapel microphone that works with the Roland R-05 digital audio recorder. I know that many of you are very interested to hear about that. Um, I'm going to actually share with you a recording that I did out in the field with a lapel microphone while on my bicycle. Yes, that's coming up. Stick around for that. And then also I've got a question that came in from somebody on Twitter asking about whether or not they can plug in their Audio-Technica microphone directly into their Roland recorder and whether or not uh, that's going to be all they need to record Skype interviews. So I'm going to answer that question as well. And um, that that's what we're going to cover here this particular episode. So Mark Marin. If you don't know about Mark Marin, uh, I'm going over to Wikipedia to, to tell you a little bit about him. Now, before Mark Marin hit the podcasting scene, I, you know, he it's just not the type of content or he he doesn't create the kind of content or uh he's he's in a different world that I than I run in if 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 you know what I mean. Uh Mark Marin's a stand-up comedian. That is his I read his about page and of course that's that's how he would uh de- describe himself first and foremost that that he's a stand-up comic. Um, and he has a podcast that is called WTF, which stands for what the, well, you can fill in the blank there. And let me just read to you from his, his Wikipedia. It says WTF with Mark Marin is a twice weekly podcast hosted by stand-up comedian Mark Marin. The show launched in September, 2009. The prime, the program primarily consists of interviews with comedians and comedy writers, as well as others in the entertainment and radio communities. The show is produced by Mark Mar- Mark Marin's former Air America co-worker, uh, Brendan McDonald. In early 2011, the show began re- receiving positive press, including articles in the New York Times. Now, a little bit more from the uh, Wikipedia article about Mark Marin and his podcast, and I'm going to just continue to read here from Wikipedia. It says, the show's title stems from the internet slang abbreviation WTF for what the... 
you know. <laughs> anyway, WTF launched in September 2009 following the cancellation of Mark Marin's Air America Ter- Terrestrial Radio Program. Break, let's see, Break Room Live with Mark with Mark and Cedar, I think. Or setter, I'm not sure. Anyway, Mark retained his Air America building key card and without permission used their studios to record the first several episodes of WTF. After his first episodes, Marin moved from New York to California. Most episodes of the show are generally recorded in Marin's home garage nicknamed the Cat Ranch, located in Los Angeles. Occasionally, shows are recorded in Marin's various hotel rooms while on the road performing stand-up, the offices of his guests, or other locations. Every show opens with an audio sample of Mark Marin's Marin's only line in the original theatrical edit from the film Almost Famous, Lock the Gates. So, and it it says here, several personalities have declined invitations to appear on the show, including Daniel Tosh, Tom Waits, Jon Stewart, Albert Brooks, uh, Shecky Green, and Bill Cosby. Uh, And then, of course, uh, one last thing I'll read from Wikipedia here. It says, WTF has received generally positive reviews, including positive write-ups in the New York Times and Entertainment Weekly. And on average, it receives over 220,000 thousand downloads per episode my friends that is huge all right and it, it it says in here and this is where i first heard about mark Marin when he was reported to being the first or the fa- the show with the fastest actually how do you say that he was the 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 podcast that reached one million downloads the fastest so he started in september of 2009 and by uh, December 9th, 2013, he had reached one million, his one millionth download. And at, or no, I'm sorry, is that 100, 100 millionth episode? Forgive me. There's been plenty who have done, you know, a million downloads, but 100 million downloads uh, in, in a relatively short period of time. So anyway, Mark Marin, that's how I heard about him when he, when he had that 100 millionth download. Um, and, and since then, I've heard Tons of people talk about Mark Maron. I tuned into some of his stuff uh, just to check it out. A lot of language there. And not that I'm completely offended or anything like that with language. It just wasn't the kind of conversations that I personally am, am looking for as far as content. As far as I know, I don't think I've ever subscribed to a comedy podcast Um you know, I've gone to some comedy shows. I've, you know, I've I've been to some comedy shows where the comedian has got a, you know, it's just like every other word is a curse word, and and I remember going to those and and actually laughing and having a good time and having fun, but listening to that consistently, it just wasn't my that is just not my idea of of good content for me personally. Um, and and so it, it again, it's nothing against Mark or his style of content. It's just. You know, it's just casual conversations with him and other comedians, and there's language, you know, and it's like, okay, that's great. And not to mention the fact that I've never been the type that really subscribes to a lot of interview format podcasts either. So I don't I don't need to explain myself why I don't listen to Mark Marin and why I really know very little about his show and, and stuff like that outside of the fact that he's had some very notable uh, um, exposure for the podcasting world as a result of a lot of his success. And I mean, folks, there very few people receive that many subscribers. I mean, uh, an average of 
thousand downloads. I think probably the the uh, you know Leo Laporte probably gets that with his this week in tech program. Um, he's probably going to be getting that with his uh, new screensavers program. Uh, but I happen to know a lot of these people, and it, with the exception of Mark Marin, and, and I'm telling you, the the number of people that get subscriber bases that high is very few and far between. But uh, still very cool stuff that Mark Marin's done. But nothing as cool as what I learned about this morning. This morning, I woke up, and in my Twitter feed, there was something about Mark Marin uh, and and the fact that he just interviewed uh, the President of the United States of America on his podcast. I am not kidding you. The President of the United States of America has been interviewed on a podcast. And this wasn't just like Skyped in or anything like this. We're talking the President of the United States of America went to Mark Marin's home in Los Angeles and set sat inside his home podcasting studio set up in his garage. No kidding, my friends. So I and I I found this as a result of a Vanity Fair article and I'm just going to read to you what it says here in this Vanity Fair article. It says say President Obama, Obama was making his way in a motorcade over to your house for an hour-long interview in your garage. How would you prepare? For Mark Marin, the comedian and host of the popular interview podcast WTF with Mark Marin, getting ready for Obama involved cereal and a guitar. On Friday morning, hours before the unprecedented, unprecedented POTUS podcast, uh, crowds had already begun lining the streets surrounding Marin's Highland Park, California home with handmade posters. Secret Service had essentially annexed Mar- Marin's property to ensure Obama's safety. Uh, positioning snipers on a nearby roof and a tent over his driveway. The bomb-sniffing dogs had already swept the house in the days prior. As the clock ticked closer to the uh, conversation time, Marin did his best to tune out the exterior chaos. Um, He says, I kind of hunkered down in my house with notes and coffee and my bowl of cereal and tried to find my own space, Marin told us by phone on Friday afternoon. I was kind of making sure that I was focused on a one-on-one experience with him as possible, and I stayed kind of detached. I wasn't answering emails or texts or anything. I just wanted to stay focused and sort of be with the pre- be present with the president. As WTF listeners know, the comedian also enjoys noodling on his guitars, occasionally playing snippets of his jam sessions during podcasts. And in the moments before Marin's presidential summit, jamming was also integral to finding his zen. I was playing my Gibson 335, not plugged in, but was playing it intensely and furiously. Marin had been researching for the interview since May when the White House confirmed that the podcast date after initially reaching out a, a year ago. Marin said that the interview was made possible because of a member of Obama staff that was a WTF fan. Uh, but logistical preparation, Marin told us, was dictated entirely and elaborately by the Secret Service. A few days before the interview, the Secret Service started coming up, looking around the house, seeing what the perimeter was, figuring out how they can secure the house. They set up the isolated phone lines that are necessary for the president to have wherever he is. They had to figure out uh, how to do it in my garage, where, uh, let's see, where to place the Secret Service. They had to have the archivist here recording it. Uh, They tried to put a sniper on the garage, but it was too noisy. So they had to go to my neighbor's house. 
Uh, they wanted everything out of the garage that was going to be in the path of the president, the boxes of books and piles of stuff that I had in here. They wanted anything that could be dangerous in the garage taken out. Marin did not even have to worry about providing coffee. The president actually traveled with the White House catering, Marin explained. They travel with this huge motorcade that includes the restroom facilities. It included a person in charge of the food. He left a cup here, to-go cup. The President of the United States uses a to-go cup to-go cup to anyway, I can't read here. To-go cup with the presidential shield on it and a coaster napkin that they brought in for him. Anyway, the article continues on. I'll put a link to this Vanity Fair article in here. And immediately after that, um, it, it said that, you know, the podcast episode would be up and available on Monday morning. Well, today. Uh, actually, today is Tuesday, so I, I was a day late on, on picking up on this news, and I, I went over, subscribed to his podcast, downloaded the most recent episode, which, by the way, is episode number 613 of WTF, which, by the way, his if you go and search for him in iTunes, all of his episodes have the, the explicit E next to it. Not the presidential episode, not at all. Uh, there's no explicit uh, explicit uh, tag on this one, no cursing in it whatsoever. And it was incredible. My favorite, one of my favorite parts of, actually, I think my favorite part of the interview or of the episode was the first maybe five or six or minutes where he's actually recording uh, the Secret Service or just outside president's not there yet but he's recording what his thoughts are as he's getting ready to set this this up for folks who are listening to the episode incredible i i mean here's the deal i you know i i don't go into politics and stuff like that um i i will quickly tell you that i did not vote for barack obama either time uh and and so that's about as much as i'll say you know, but regardless of of politics or any kind of stances and, and stuff like that, I think it is incredibly awesome that Barack Obama, as the president of the United States of America, has done things that he has done. I mean, just seeing him doing like one of the, my favorite things that I've seen Barack Obama do was uh, slow jamming the news with Jimmy Fallon. You know, here I thought that was incredibly cool, right? And he's done some other really incredibly cool things, but this elevates the coolness of Barack Obama to a whole new level, and I believe elevates podcasting to a whole new level. Literally, this president of the United States of America went through all of this to sit in the garage, the homemade podcast studio of a podcaster to sit down and have a one-hour conversation uh, and and literally elevate podcasting to a whole new space. I, I'm beside myself. I, I By the way, I listened to the episode, the whole thing. Uh, actually, you know what? It was, it was yesterday because I remember listening to it before I went to bed last night. And I actually fell asleep listening to it. I think I fell asleep at the last 20 minutes of it because I had found this on Twitter, not this morning, but I had found it last night before, as you know, I was checking Twitter before I was going to bed. And uh, wow, it, 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 incredible. And so I, I backed it up this morning and, and, and found the place where I remembered 
uh, what I had remembered yet last night before I, I trailed off to sleep. And I finished it up this morning and I'm like, I've got to talk about this on Podcast Answer Man. I'm not going to play any of the clips or anything like that from the interview. I'm simply going to put a link to it in the show notes, podcastanswerman.com slash 408. I encourage you, regardless of your political background, as a podcaster, as a podcaster, and even if you're listening to me and you're not a podcaster, as a fan of podcasts, this is a historic event. I really believe this is a big deal. And either as a podcaster or a fan of podcasts, I highly encourage you to just go and listen to the first time a president of the United States of America has went out of their way to be interviewed on a podcast in the garage which holds the homemade recording podcast studio of a podcaster. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Unbelievable. Congratulations goes out to Mark Marin. I don't know how he held it together. I think he pulled his weight very well. I'm sure there'll be all kinds of people who will critique, you know, what he did or didn't ask. And I mean, he had a lot on his shoulders to to have this amazing opportunity. And uh, given given you know what he had to work with, the nerves and everything else, I I enjoyed I enjoyed the interview, and uh, I enjoyed getting a I, I enjoyed a little bit more of a personal. Um, a personal conversation uh, recorded with with Barack Obama. It, it really made him more human to me uh, than anything else that I've ever seen of of this president or any president ever. Um, it, it was very cool, very very awesome. Go check it out. Um, WTFPod.com if you just want to go over there and look for episode sixty three, or go to podcastanswerman.com/slash four zero eight. And there'll be show notes, uh, links in the show notes for the article that I told you about from Vanity Fair. And also uh, there'll be a link to the uh, WTF pod, uh, the episode on his website. And also I'll put links to some photos that uh, they took while the president was there. And it also shows you the the tent that covers his his driveway and and the setup. Amazing. Just amazing stuff. Anyway, there you go. That, that's my first part of this episode. Now, for the next part of this episode, uh, I am actually going to play for you something that is pre-recorded, something that I recorded about 15 or 20 minutes before I came down here and hit record on this episode. I was actually outside on my bicycle in my neighborhood riding through, and rather than saying anything more than that, I made sure to kind of set up the whole thing for you with this clip right here. Okay, guys, I am now out here on my bike, cycling through the neighborhood, going to give you an update about a brand new mic that I'm using for my Roland R-05 digital audio recorder. And I am very excited about this find and what it allows for me. Let me set things up for you first. First of all, I have a podcast called Pursuing a Balanced Life. You can find it over at pursuingabalancedlife.com. And that podcast, the format, is very much an audio journal format. And I tend to record almost all of the episodes, not all of them, but 
almost all of them out in the field whether i be out walking through my neighborhood during the winter time there was a lot of them recorded while i was on the elliptical um, and recently i have found a way to record while doing what i'm doing right now which is riding my bike and i'm i'm actually on a road bike you know with the real skinny tires and and the handlebars that are curved over and i am literally going at this very moment about 30 miles per hour and as far as my experience has been i don't know for certain but you shouldn't be hearing any wind noise whatsoever instead you should be able to hear me quite well clearly everything that i'm saying and no wind noise so here's the deal I've been using a Roland digital audio recorder for many years while doing these out-in-the-field recordings. And for the most part, I've always had the handheld recorder held in my hand with a big foam windscreen that covers up the two built-in stereo condenser microphones that are actually included in the Roland recorder. And as a result of that, I've been able to come out here on very windy days and record without a ton of wind noise, which has been wonderful. But that works great for walking. What about the idea of coming out on a bike, traveling 20, 30 miles per hour, and recording an episode of a podcast while doing this and of course you know i realize many of you probably are thinking oh my gosh cliff finally found a way i can record from my bike although guess what i know father roderick is going to be very interested in this information and i imagine that maybe maybe two or three other people have been looking for the perfect way to record from their bicycle um, but why am i sharing this for everybody if only you know two or three people might be excited about it well, the reality is, is that many of you want to have a good solution for recording on your Roland recorder out in the field with a lapel microphone and one that's not going to have tons of wind noise. So this right here is a solution. I'm not going to say it is the solution, but it is a solution and it's one that's working well. And I... I just now should point out that um, I just turned around for a second ago and I literally was riding into the wind. So this is with right here. I'm actually in a big loop right here in front of a uh, elementary school in our area. Anyway, that was right there. Now I'm actually going right into this loop. I'm now riding into the wind and I am monitoring this with my earbuds and I hear wind noise but it's more of the wind going and breaking around my earbuds than what it is for you guys. And now, as I enter this part of the loop, I am now no longer facing the wind, but the wind is behind me. So that's, that's kind of the sound that you get. You can actually hear, um, if you have headphones on, earbuds in, something like that, you should be able to notice the sound of, like, when I pass the lawnmowers and all that stuff in more in one ear than in the other. It's because it's got two microphones built into it. 
So let me uh, tell you about this microphone. The one, the, the, what am I using? And what I happen to be using at this very moment is the Sony ECM CS3. That is, um, actually, I bet you it's electric, electric condenser microphone is what ECM stands for. And then it's the CS3. So Edward Charlie Mary Charlie Sam 3 is the microphone that I'm using. It is a, it is a Sony lapel mic, and this truck's going to pass me here. And another truck. Hold on one second. There we go. Looks like I picked the perfect time to come out here and record this for you guys. Anyway, so this ECM CS3 mic, it is a, they call it a clip-on mic. It is a lapel mic, but when I think of a lapel mic, I typically think of something that is a lot smaller than what this device is. I mean, if, if you, as a matter of fact, I'm going to, if you go over to podcastanswerman.com slash, oh gosh, I don't even know what episode this is out here on my bike, but I'll make sure that you guys get the information when I'm back in the studio after I've played this. But anyway, if you look at the show notes, you'll have a picture of what this microphone looks like. Anyway, the microphones are clipped to the top of my t-shirt, and as such, uh, the way that the microphone sits, it's kind of big. It's about a about an inch and one, th- it's one and one-third inches uh, in length or width. So much, much bigger than what I actually would picture for a lapel microphone. But it's kind of makes a little bit of sense. They, it is a stereo condenser lapel mic. So the idea is that they want you to have the stereo separation so that I could actually look over here to the right and you hear me more in the right ear. And I could then look over into the left and you hear me more in the left. The bird that you just heard uh, tweeting there, that's on the left-hand side and... So you can hear stereo separation really well. So it's got two stereo microphones in it and they have them further apart from each other so that it has further stereo separated sound. Now, even with that, I mean, given that it's so much bigger, it doesn't bother me because it provides the sound quality that I'm looking for. I'm going to just kind of coast here for a little bit. Now, I did notice that there is an ECM CS10, and it appears to be, you know, a similar setup. I have not tried that microphone, but it does look a bit smaller. It still has, it's still a stereo condenser microphone, and it will, uh, you know, so it's going to have the separated sound, but the microphones are much closer together, and so the capsule is much smaller. I still think it's, a, just from the pictures of it, it looks a bit bigger than what I still picture a lapel mic to be. However, um, it is smaller than this EC3 model that I'm currently using. But uh, I have the EC3 now, and I'm using it, and I actually kind of like it. I certainly love the sound quality of what, what you get with it. I mean, this is, makes it sound like you're on the bike with me, so I kind of like that. The other thing is um, there is another microphone out there that I think might work. I have not tested it either, but it is an Audio-Technica mic, and it's an AT9904. 
And the reason why I think that that's, that microphone might work is because it seems to be a condenser microphone, condenser lapel microphone, that is based upon the same power technology, which is called plug-in power. That is the real magic here for this microphone to work. You see, you need to have power supplied to a condenser microphone for it to work. And I know that I've heard several of you out there who have some lapel microphones and you've tried using some special cables to get it down to the 1 8 inch input of your recorders and you have tried to get it to record and for whatever reason it's not picking up any audio. Well, that's because a majority and actually every, every lapel mic that I've ever found, I would imagine there has to be some dynamic lapel mic somewhere. I've never found any, but um, what am I getting ready to pass? Oh gosh, that's gonna be loud. Somebody's doing some cutting of concrete for this sidewalk. I apologize for this noise. Anyway, as I was saying, condenser microphones, that's what every lapel mic I've ever seen uh, requires some condenser power. And most of them require, you know, either phantom power or something like that. But there is this technology called plug-in power, and it's plug-in power. And I don't know if Sony developed this, but I know it's the, the first place I ever heard of plug-in power was with Sony devices. And it was back in my days of using Sony mini disc recorders. And um, if, you have a, if, if you had a Sony mini disc recorder and you had a lapel mic or a handheld mic that was a condenser microphone that picks up everything, um, then if, as long as it had plug-in power, you could plug it in and you could turn on the option for plug-in power on inside your recorder and it would supply the power to the condenser microphone. Well, it just so happens that the Roland R-05 recorder that I use, and pretty much all the, re all the, even those who have been following me for a very long time who might still have a Roland R-09HR recorder, even that one has plug-in power. Now, it's not typically turned on by default, I don't think. So you have to go into your menu settings and you have to turn plug-in power on under the mic setup and when you do that then it will uh, power this little condenser microphone and this AT9904 uh, lapel mic that I was telling you about I found it on Amazon just doing a search for lapel mic plug-in power and it was one that pulled up and it is actually the size of what I would imagine a lapel mic to be and it says that it's plug-in power um, operated. Now, the actual description of that particular microphone, the AT9904 on Amazon that I read, made it sound like this is gonna work with pretty much anything and everything out there. No, it, it's not. It's not gonna work with every camera. It's not gonna work with every recorder. Your recorder, your camera has to supply plug-in power for any of these microphones that I'm talking about. Uh, to work with your recording device. Now, 
with all of that out of the way, what I want to tell you is how is it that I'm actually using this stereo condenser lapel mic to be out here recording on a somewhat windy day, sometimes traveling as much as 30 miles per hour on my bike out here, and you're not getting any wind noise at all, and you're still hearing this crystal clear sound as if you were on this bike with me. And the reason is because of this idea that I had for a windscreen for this, this EC3 mo- or no, ECM CS3 model of this microphone. So this mic has, it just so happens to have um, two condenser microphones, one on the left, one on the right, and they're kind of big, but they weren't so big that it, it kind of uh, kept me from trying what I actually ended up uh, trying as a solution and, and working. So I happen to have a bunch of lapel mic, well, I have lapel microphones. I have one specific lapel microphone that I use that's a wireless lapel system. Um, it is the, so it ha- actually, I think it is a Sony, isn't it? It's a UWP uh, wireless setup that I have. Anyway, I happen to have, it, it came with windscreens and I lose the little windscreen all the time. And so I bought a bunch of extra foam windscreens made for lapel microphones and they got this little tiny hole in it but it's got you know it's got some foam and it helps protect your microphone from that wind going directly in so basically what i did is i took two of those and i stretched it and i mean i it it took a long time to get it to stretch properly (laughs) and i was able to stretch it and get it to sit over top of the ends of these two microphones on this uh, particular lapel and um, anyway what happened was I could tell that this was going to possibly work for wind uh, reduction wind noise reduction I needed to test it out of course which I've I've done and it works perfectly as you can tell in this episode let me go past these guys cutting this concrete again I might be able to get by them before they start cutting yeah we're good Looks like they got their saw blade stuck in the concrete and they're getting ready to drill a hole to get it out. Anyway, where was I? Oh, so the so these little windscreens. I was afraid that if I went out for a ride on my bike, because of how these are so stretched out, certainly not made for this lapel mic, how am I going to keep these things from falling off? So... Of course, I looked over and I saw that I had some packing tape. Packing tape is known for having a lot of adhesive on it. So it's super, super sticky. And it's very, I mean, it's durable. So what I did is I undid some packing tape, took a pair of scissors, and cut very, very thin strips. Thin enough so that just a little bit of the packing tape and heat and adhesive, of course, would fit over a little bit, a little portion of the foam windscreen, the foam that is covering the mic, and where the other half of the strip of the packing tape was actually going to be adhering to the actual microphone itself. Now, again, I'll have a picture of this in. 
uh, the show notes on the website. Anyway, I, I basically taped these little things on there so that they wouldn't come off. And then the, uh, about two weeks ago, I went for a ride on my bike exactly the way that I'm doing right now. And windy day, I was actually going much faster than I have during this ride. And it sounded perfect. In fact, when I was listening to it, um, when I was listening to it, I had noticed I was hearing wind noise, but it was the wind breaking around my earbuds that came from Apple. And, it, and when I listened to the actual recording, what you guys are hearing, like what I'm hearing right now, this wind going like crazy in my ears, it's not being recorded in the actual recording. So anyway, there you go. I, I think I've pretty much shared it. This, basically, the ECM CS3 lapel mic plugged into the plug-in or into the mic input of my Roland RO5 recorder with foam windscreens made for little tiny lapel mics stretched out over top of each of the microphones on this device and then taped on with specifically cut strips of uh, packing tape with super adhesive on it um, just barely holding it on there photo on the on the show notes will be found and it is allowing me to record from my bike so very awesome stuff i love it one other thing i should probably tell you is that i typically don't use the limiter feature in my roland very often but out here i am using it i think i'm not sure if i'm using the auto gain control or the hard limiter which it might be the auto gain control anyway i'm using one of them so that i can set the audio levels just right and when the wind is picking up and it you know it, it's definitely picking up much louder audio it turns the gain down it might be the auto gain control that i happen to be using See, they have a, a button on the back of the Roland R05 where you can turn on the AGC slash limiter. And you can go into settings to find out which it is that you're using. And um, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'm getting ready to pull back it up close here to my house. I can't actually look at it while I'm recording because it'll tell me that I can't get into the menu settings because I'm recording. But when I get back into the studio, I will report to you whether or not I am using the AGC setting inside or the limiter setting. And uh, then we'll go from there. But anyway, this is Cliff Ravenscraft, Podcast Answer Man, reporting from the field on my bicycle in my neighborhood. Well, there you go, my friends. That was the recording that I did on my bike, and I do have some notes here that I was making as I listened to that recording back. First of all, there was a little bit of wind noise that you could hear during a few sections of audio, and specifically one that I'm reminded of right the very first time when I was telling you about the the model number of the microphone itself. It, it That seemed to be the loudest of the loud wind noises. There was one point where I was in the bike loop and I told you that I was just facing the the wind and, and right at that, that time there was some wind noise there. So it's not like there this completely 100% eliminates all wind noise, but let me tell you, 
it, what you heard as wind noise is nothing compared to how windy it was when I was on that bike. I mean, literally, there. I would say that maybe 85% or 90% of that entire 18 minute and 52 second audio clip had absolutely no wind noise whatsoever. And there were portions in there where I was going towards the wind, and there were portions, obviously, when I wasn't going towards the wind, but there but there were parts in there where I was going as much as 30 miles per hour, uh, 25 miles per hour, 20 miles per hour, still no wind noise whatsoever. And the only time when you heard wind noise is when the wind was really kicking. And even then, it was not so distracting that you couldn't hear everything that I was being that, that was being said as I was recording. I love this setup. I, you know, it, yes, I'm it, it, the little thing's a little bit bigger than I'd like it to be, but it, it works great. Now, a couple things that I had mentioned there at the end about settings: there are three buttons on the back of a Roland R-05 recorder. The middle button on the back. Uh, actually says limiter and you can turn it off or on. Off is to your left and on is to your right. The reason why I say that is because the one that I usually take out in the field with me, uh, the the actual labels for those buttons are completely worn off uh, from like the oil on my hand or sweat or whatever. It, it, they, they're just buttons and it doesn't actually say what they are on the one that I take out in the field. Thankfully, I still have the one that's in the studio. Of course, I could look up the images online as well. But the middle button... Uh, where it says limiter, uh, you I actually have that set to on. In fact, actually, I'll just tell you that out in the field, the recorder that I take out all the time, all three buttons are turned over to the on position, over you know positioned over to the right. And then also, um, I told you that there is a um, now that limiter button will actually turn on either the function of the limiter or the AGC, which is the automatic gain control, and I told you that I thought it might be the automatic gain control that is actually keeping that from peaking and stuff like that. That is not what's being used. In fact, it is the limiter. So here's what you do in the menu, for those of you who have this actual device, and I know that literally more than a thousand of you do because many of you bought it from me, and uh, several of you have bought it on your own, but you bought it as a result of my recommendation. So I know there's enough of you for this to make it worthwhile. So you hit the menu button, Go down to option number six for input setup. Now, if you have the Roland R-09HR, it may be a different number, but there's still input setup after you hit the menu button. Click on that. Rehearsal time for those of us with the Roland R-05. Forget about it. Don't worry about it. Record monitor SW. Don't worry about it. External mic type. Now, this is both on the R-09HR and also our R-05. Um, external mic type is stereo if you're using this particular uh, external microphone. Um, and then you go down to the next line. It says plug in power and you want to turn that on so that it'll power that little mic. And then it says, do you want the button on the back, the one in the middle, do you want that to be a limiter or an automatic gain control? Limiter slash AGC. Set that to limiter. Limiter. All right. And then once you've done that, click the menu button two more times. It takes you right back to the beginning. Uh, to the main screen, and that's the settings. I also want to let you know that while that was being recorded, I set my recorder to an input level of 52, all right? And those are all the settings that you need to do to be able to be out in the field with the same setup there. Again, I'll have those pictures of everything in the show notes, and I wanted to share that with you. I knew a lot of people had been asking me, 
hey, Cliff, what lapel mic are you using? What settings do you have? How, how were you able to record on your bike with, with little to no windscreen whatsoever or wind noise whatsoever? I, I have to know more about it. And so I knew I would wanted to share that here in episode number 408. And I hope that you found that valuable. Now, um, I was looking on Twitter this morning and I saw that somebody that goes by Lacey Placey, she asked a question on Twitter and says, at GSPN, can I plug my Audio-Technica directly into a Roland? Most use mixers, but I'm starting out and I'm trying to record Skype interviews. Okay, so here's a case where when you ask me something on Twitter, it's sometimes it's hard to give you a, a definitive answer because there are some questions. So she says, can I plug my Audio-Technica mic directly into a Roland? And she's specifically talking about a Roland RO5 recorder. Um, I can tell because she, you can tell that she's following me because she's asking, you know, based upon the same kind of models of gear that I'm using. So knowing that she's asking me, can I plug it directly into a Roland recorder? I am assuming a Roland RO5. And um, because she says Audio-Technica mic and she knows that I am using the Roland, she's probably know, knows that I also often recommend the Audio-Technica ATR2100. And I'm assuming that that's the microphone that she is referring to. The Audio-Technica ATR2100 is a dynamic microphone. And as a result, yes is the answer. You can plug a uh, Audio-Technica ATR2100 microphone directly into the microphone input of the Roland R-05 recorder. To do this, you need to be able to go get a, a mic cable that has XLR female on one end and one eighth inch core, uh, stereo plug on the other end. I, I, I would imagine one eighth inch mono plug would work as well. Uh, it just so happens that I always use the one that has one eighth inch stereo. But anyway, you're gonna get one that has a an XLR port on one end that will plug into the bottom of the ATR2100 microphone. If you, By the way, if you have an, AT, an Audio-Technica microphone that's condenser, this will not work. Plug-in power that I talked about in the last segment on the bike, plug-in power will not, uh, will not power up a full-blown condenser microphone. Uh, the condenser microphone has to be plug-in power option, you know, operated. Uh, for the 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 power in the uh, Roland recorder to be enough to power it up. So anyway, uh, yes, you can get a, a you know a cable with the XLR female that plugs into the bottom of the mic, and then the, the one eighth inch plug that plugs into the mic input, and you are set to go. That will work. However, the second part of your question, uh, well, actually, you, it's not really that. That was the question. Can you plug in an ATR? Uh, an uh, Audio-Technica mic directly into the Roland? The answer is yes. However, you then went on and said, most use mixers, but I'm starting out and I'm trying to record Skype interviews. Well, you're not going to be able to record Skype interviews with a Audio-Technica mic plugged directly into a Roland recorder. Um, so if you're using the ATR2100 microphone, that has both XLR and USB ports. And so my recommendation, if you're just starting out and you want to record Skype interviews, forget about the Roland recorder and simply instead go ahead and plug your ATR2100 directly into the USB port of your computer. And if you're on Windows, I recommend that you use a program called Pamela to record 
your Skype interviews. And if you are using a Mac, I encourage you to use a program called Call Recorder from Ecamm Solutions. Uh, I have uh, links to those. My network is called Generally Speaking Production Network. The website address is gspn.tv. So if you can remember that, gspn.tv slash Pamela is my affiliate link for Pamela Software. And gspn.tv slash Call Recorder is my affiliate program for our link for Call Recorder. Anyway, those either one of those two softwares for whatever desktop system that you happen to be using, uh, that's going to allow you to plug that Audio-Technica right into your computer to record those Skype conversations. You do not need a Roland recorder uh, for just starting out to record those. So I hope that helps. And with that, my friends, I just want to wrap up by letting you all know that the registration for my next session of podcasting A to Z is now open and ready for you to sign up. The next course is going to start uh, when I get back from, actually, I'm getting ready to leave for Europe for two weeks with the family. Uh, I'm here all this week, which I'm recording this on Tuesday, June 23rd. Uh, We leave on June 30th and we'll be gone until July 14th uh, in Europe on vacation. And uh, then I come back from that. I'm here for a couple days and then I head out to uh, Fort Worth, Texas, where I'll see many of you at Podcast Movement. Looking forward to that. And then I come back and on August 10th, we launch our next session, the 21st session of Podcasting A to Z. If you haven't read about this course or learned anything about this course yet, head over to podcastingatoz.com. Again, that's podcastingatoz.com. I have a special discount for those of you who hear this right away. Uh, If you sign up before June 30th, if you sign up before I leave to go to Europe, you can save $500 off the cost of the course. All you need to do is go to podcastingatoz.com and use the discount code EARLY500. That's going to save you $500 off the cost of the course. Again, that's EARLY500. In the shopping cart, we'll save you $500 if you sign up before June 30th. 30th. I'm looking forward to working with many of you. In fact, um, as I'm recording this today, already have my first two students already registered and signed up for that session. And I hope to have the opportunity to work with possibly you as well. With that, my friends, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Podcast Answer Man. I will hopefully be here each week for the next several weeks. Even though I may be out of town, I'm going to do my best to record some stuff in advance so that you will not be left behind for a couple of weeks uh, as I am traveling about the world. Until next time, my friends, I encourage you to take everything you do to the next level. Podcast! Answer Man!